Thanks for joining us for today's edition of Lessons for Living. His word so fresh in our hearts abound. His word made flesh in the here and now. A new life is beginning. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. Every word in that Bible is true. It's true. So the more I know this, the more I trust the character of God. Even a 12-year-old boy got it. And he did. He obeyed. He listened. And he obeyed. Remember, listening is not good enough. Reading the Word is not good enough. I have to listen, read, and obey. When we train for a vocation or job, there is a point when we have to put the theoretical we've read or learned into practice. In the same way, we can read the Bible from cover to cover. But if we don't begin to do the actions God tells us to do, it's no good for us. Pastor Mark is teaching about our need to put aside our fears and apprehensions and just obey God. Many times what God is asking doesn't seem difficult, like obeying His commands about honesty and integrity. There will be times, however, when we will be required to simply obey and trust Him for the outcome. Remember, there's quite a few ways to receive a copy of Pastor Mark's teaching. We'll be sharing all that information with you at the close of today's broadcast. Now, here's Pastor Mark in 1 Samuel chapter 3 with part 3 of his message, Because God Says So, I will obey regardless of my feelings. Next, Facebook. I'm sure here everybody believes everything you see on Facebook. (laughs) Right. Twitter, the news. I've talked about the magazines. How about the movies? The movies, most likely, they really promote God and unity. Yeah. When I said TV... I'm not saying get rid of your TV. Just use wisdom. Now, if you're going to get rid of your TV and you have a new 99-inch one, would you just text me? I'll come and get it, and I'll watch the football games this afternoon. Don't be stupid. But you should know how to what? Turn it off. Movies and computer games. Isn't it amazing? We watch people getting murdered, and we feel so sad. And what are half of the games? Do you think that affects your mind? Of course it does. So see, all of those are voices. Now, number three, this is our most dangerous problem. We hear the voice of our own carnal nature, my emotions, what I really want to do. God, you don't need to speak to me. I got it together. As a very dangerous one, because I have my old, even though I'm a Christian, I have old sin nature. It wants to do things that aren't right. So you have to be careful of those voices. Well, Pastor Mark, thank you for speaking to me. I can see that. It's really good. But how can I know with all these voices, is it, is it really God? Well, let me show you an illustration. Those of you that like coffee, this has happened to you before. You put a filter in your coffee pot, 
And somehow there was a hole at the bottom. You didn't see it. And when you drank that first cup of coffee, how did you do with that cup of coffee? There's ground. How many done? How many been there done that? Exactly. Anybody that drinks coffee has been there done that. Well, what's the purpose of a filter? The purpose of a filter is to be good, and it filters out the bad, the stuff that you don't want to drink. So when you think about that, if you drink that cup of coffee, what happens with that grounds in your mouth? It's bitter. So you use a filter to remove the stuff that isn't good. You want to drink pure coffee. Do I need to say anything? This is what filters the voices. If it isn't true to the word of God, you got a problem. Filter it out. Now, that coffee with grounds is bitter, nasty. If you remove this from your life, you will have many days of bitter, nasty relations with yourself, with people. It will never go good for you. Is it hard? No, it's not hard. Write this down this morning. It'll make a lot of sense to you. God's written word is the ultimate filter to all the voices speaking to us. Now, I want to stop as quickly as I can. I want to say this to you. If I don't know anything that's in here, how can I filter it? I can't. Do you understand why God gave us pastor teachers? To teach you, to teach me, I'm still learning, what the Word of God says, to explain it to you. If you've never been in the Word, or maybe you've been in the Word, would you catch those first five ways God speaks to us today? How long would it be for you to try to figure that out? Forever. Well, there's been so many wise people come that point those out. I've learned them myself through other people, through myself, and so I'm passing that on to you. How about your children? When they leave home, are they prepared to leave home? Do they understand that they can't just live on a job? They have to live on the word of God. And so that's why I'm challenging you. If we're not in the Bible, and if you feed yourself this word by coming here every other week or whatever, I'm really glad you're coming. But my friends, you'll never understand who's speaking to you. And that is your problem. Because it's Satan's goal to do that to you. And you'll see that even more shortly. You say, well, Pastor Mark, I get it. Almost. Do you know this morning, this will shock you, that Satan doesn't mind if you read that Bible every single day. Satan doesn't mind at all. If you listen to God all the time, he doesn't really care if you hear God or if you hear every weekend and every morning you have a quiet time. Satan doesn't really care. Let me show you why. How many have a dog that obeys you? How many have a dog that doesn't obey you? Okay. If you love me, obey me. Our dog at home, Kimmy, she, her favorite, of course, is my wife, not me. But she obeys me, not my wife. Interesting. This is called an oxymoron. 
No cat ever obeys anybody. Can I hear an amen? amen? Now, I'm not always against cats, but when I go to Denver, she has a big cat called Irv's. I get up at six in the morning. Nobody else is up. Guess who comes down from downstairs and wants to sit on my lap? So I let her. I'll have a picture. I've shown you once in a while. But that's an oxymoron. You say, well, Pastor Mark, that was really funny. I liked it. I like the dog. I like the cat. You're exactly right. That cat would never obey me. What does that have to do with the Bible? Well, let me show you why Satan doesn't care if you read it. He doesn't care if you listen to it. He doesn't care if you hear God's voice. Look at these two statements Jesus makes. If you love me, you'll obey what I command. Why do you call me Lord, Lord? Lord, that word means curios, owner, basically master, the one who controls you. You see, when I became a Christian, when you became a Christian, we turned the control of our life to God. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I say? You see, many times people want to substitute obedience for other things. Notice Jesus didn't say this. If you love me, just read the word of God. That's enough for me. If you love me, hunk your horn for Jesus. If you love me, give me a high five. If you really love me, drop in the church sometime. No, he didn't say that. He said, if you love me, then obey. Hello? What I command you to obey. Please write this down. It will make very simple sense to you. In the Bible, listening to God assumes it's natural that obeying God will fit with it. They're directly connected. You can't listen to God and not obey God and get anywhere. You can't say, well, I'm going to obey God. I don't know what he says, but I'll just do what I think he says. If you don't listen to God, you'll never get anywhere. It takes listening, and it takes obeying. And what did he tell us right at the beginning? Jesus, man does not live on the physical things alone, but every word that comes from the mouth of God. Well, Pastor Mark, I don't really have time Forget your excuses. Why do you call me Lord, Lord? Why are you in church? Why do you say you're a believer and you simply don't obey God? That's hard, isn't it? Sometimes we all disobey. Well, why don't we obey God? Well, sometimes we just don't want to do it. You and I have been there. I've still been there. Sometimes we disobey God because it simply doesn't make sense to us. We don't understand what God is asking us to do. Many, many years ago, almost 25, a couple months, God called me to quit my director of pharmacy position in Wustoff and come to the church. Well, as I thought about that, I'm trying to think, that doesn't make any sense to me. I'm set kind of for life, unless I do something really stupid, and I've got my retirement, and I've got all this stuff, and I'm flying around the world and just doing, and man, you bless me so much. You want me to quit and start with nothing? No income, no nothing. God said, yes. Didn't make any sense to me. In the natural, I didn't want to obey. But eventually, God got through to me. Because his ways are better than my ways. 
But you'll have all those kind of things in your life to say. And then one day, God kind of settled it for me really easy. He said, I'm leaving the pharmacy. And he said to me, who gave you the job in the first place? I said, well, his name was Gil Slatton. That was the president of the hospital. No, I know who gave me the job. Who gave me the job? God. Who gave you your job? God. Who gave you your spouse? Make up when you get home. All right, now let's go on. If I don't obey the word of God, is there a problem? Well, choose to sin. Sin is disobedience. Choose to suffer. Did Adam and Eve know what to do to obey? Hello? Yeah. Not eat fruit from what? One tree. And they disobeyed. Did they suffer? Yeah. They would now physically die. Do you know that Adam and Eve were never created to die? Perfect body. No sickness, nothing. By the way, from their sin, did it have any relationship to you and me? Yeah, that's because we're sinners today, saved by grace. It got in the DNA and passed to all of us. So I want to obey God, even though I don't understand sometimes what God's trying to do. Let me read you this verse quickly, and I'm going to get through it. Isaiah 55, you can write it down if you want, verses 8 and 9. Here's what God says. Focus. Focus on this really good. My thoughts, God says, are not like your thoughts. God doesn't think like we think. He's a spectrum outside of our spectrum. And my ways are far beyond anything you can imagine. He's able to do exceedingly abundantly more than we could ever think. When I started the church with a few people, could I envision this? God's blessing. Are you kidding? Then he says this. Listen, this is super important. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth. How many know heaven's higher than the earth? Okay, way up there somewhere. There's actually one, two, and three heavens. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways... My ways of doing things, directing you, are higher than your ways. And my thoughts, higher than your thoughts. The key word, higher. Earth, heavens, higher. Thoughts, God's thoughts, my thoughts, higher. God's way, my way, higher. Linda and I were watching 60 Minutes. And I tape it usually kill most of it because I don't listen. No, not interested in the political crowd and all that. But this is interesting. A brilliant scientist, they found at the farthest edge of our solar system, they found the evidence of a ninth planet. Now, remember, Pluto used to be one, but it got rejected. And what you see here, let me read it to you. We can't see it yet, but he said, I'll guarantee you my life. It's there. And he says this. There's so much proof that it's there, but it's 50 billion miles away. Now, do you think God's higher than that new planet? Okay? Now, let me ask you. How does God's ways and mine higher than ours? I'm on the earth. If I just go to the first planet, his ways are better and higher 50 billion miles. Now, I'm okay with 3.4 miles. Don't laugh at me. What if I reduce it to 1 billion? Will that help you? Uh, No, it won't help you at all. 50 billion. And that's not the end of the universe. And I'm debating with God. Are you really sure, God? Let me tell you the next thing he learned. He says this, this planet nine takes 15,000 years to go, excuse me, 
15,000 years to go around the sun once. Okay, I'm 73. <laughs> how many of you are going to be alive to see 15,000? How many are going to be alive to see it go around once? Nobody I'm talking to. Now think about that this morning. His ways, just to the ninth planet, 50 billion miles away. And I'm going to question God's wisdom? By the way, do you think God could add a little to this guy? Do you think God has a more powerful telescope? Do you know that there's probably billions of new planets that man will never, ever see? Why? Because in the beginning, God went like this. And he spoke it into existence. And these brilliant people are so stupid, most of them. There's a big bang, and here it comes. Do you think God works with big bangs? No, he creates because he's the creator of the worlds. And I'm going to doubt his wisdom of quitting pharmacy and starting a church? I question it from time to time. Don't doubt. Simply obey. I want you to... Write this down. And I'm going to give you a quick summary. God always knows best. And his ways are always right. Now you'll fight it. That's Mark, I wanted that, that, that person for a spouse. I, I wanted that job. I wanted that. And God will say, no. You filter it through the word of God. You don't have peace about it. You know it isn't right. You know it's your own nature. Many people say, no, that's what you should do. Don't listen to just people. Remember, you go back to the word of God. Now, let me share with you something. Let me kind of give you a summary this morning. We have Eli, who's a Jewish priest. He's been a Jewish priest and judge for many, many years over Israel. Israel itself wasn't obeying God. The nation of Israel wasn't obeying God. So God stopped speaking. Remember, we told you, if God speaks to us and you're going to basically disobey Guess what will happen in your life? He'll stop speaking to you. Why would he waste his time speaking to you if you're not going to obey? And so the nation of Israel wasn't hearing from God. And we have a little 12-year-old boy named Samuel. He served Eli in the tabernacle, doing the candles and the bread and all those kind of things, religious things. And so he hears three times as he's laying down. Somebody's speaking to him. He's never heard God before. He doesn't have a personal relationship with God. God didn't work that way except among a few people. So three times he goes to Eli and he says, you called me? Well, what do you want? And three times it took for Eli to go, uh-oh. He said, no, I didn't call you. Go lay down. And I didn't call you. Go lay down. He comes a third time and Eli goes, light lick? That's probably God speaking to you. Of course, he's thinking in his mind, why would God speak to a 12-year-old? I'm here. But see, he had quit obeying God. He had two sons who were having prostitutes and sexting in the tabernacle. And he let it happen. And it was an abomination to God. Can you imagine here? You come and there's a line of prostitutes in the, in the God's house. Well, that was happened. And so he said, the next time when you go back, just say, God... Your servant is listening. Tell me what to do. So he went back. 
And God said to him, Samuel, I'm going to tell you something that's going to absolutely shock the whole nation. And he told him that he was going to destroy Eli and destroy his sons. And the lineage, because the lineage usually worked with the priest, passed down to family members. He was taking that blessing away. So they were going to die. And that was a message God gave to Samuel. Now, if you're in Samuel's shoes, anybody hesitant to obey? 12-year-old to a priest of more than 40 years. Let me put on another illustration. You go in to work. And you're not happy with your boss. And you say to your boss, I I believe God's told me that you need to resign and I need to take over the presidency (laughs) of this. I know God's told me to do that. Are you crazy? You would never do that. Well, here it is God speaking. And you can imagine Samuel, a 12-year-old going, I'm going to go and tell him you're going to die and your sons are going to die? God, could you get somebody else, please? But he goes and he obeys God, even though it's uncomfortable, seriously uncomfortable for him. He tells him. And you know what Eli said before he went? He said, I know God's spoken to you. Now you tell me everything God said. Don't you dare hold a thing back. So he shared the truth. And Eli said, God is always right. I knew it was coming. I want you to write this down this morning. Last thing. This is the title of today's teaching. Because God says so, I will obey regardless of my feelings. Even if it's uncomfortable doesn't seem to make sense to me. Why? Because God's ways and God's thoughts are higher than my ways, your ways, than God. God has never had to say, whoops. Oh, I'm sorry. I made a mistake, Pastor Mark. Never. Every word in that Bible is true. It's true. So the more I know this, the more I trust the character of God. Even a 12-year-old boy got it. And he did. He obeyed. He listened. And he obeyed. Remember, listening is not good enough. Reading the Word is not good enough. I have to listen, read, and obey. If you love me, Obey my commandments. The story of Samuel that Pastor Mark taught from is a good lesson for us. We were able to hear about Samuel's obedience to Eli, not asking questions. We were taught about Samuel's willingness to hear God no matter what the consequences might be to Eli's family or himself. We do well to follow Samuel's example, being open to hear from God and then obey. We know social media is a big part of everyone's lives, and it's a great way to stay connected with each other. We'd like to add a little bit of joy and Jesus to your Facebook and Twitter pages, so come like and follow us. 
you'll be able to keep up to date with all the latest information about Pastor Mark, the Ministry of Lessons for Living, and the church behind it, Calvary Chapel, Melbourne. Visit LessonsForLivingRadio.com and follow the links to connect. That's LessonsForLivingRadio.com. This ends the message, Because God Says So, I Will Obey Regardless of My Feelings. Next time, Pastor Mark will teach the next message in this series, which is called, Because God Said So, I Will Listen, Obey, and Enjoy His Blessings. He will be teaching about God's desire for our lives and show, historically, how He took care of His people and blessed their obedience. Well, that's all the time we have for today's broadcast. From all of the production team here at Lessons for Living, we want to say thank you for tuning in. And may God bless you. And together, let's do life right. In a hurting world, a new hope he is given.